it is more important now than ever for families to instill the values they want into their children and equip them to make better choices in life. Timeless Truths will inspire you to do just that. Thank you to my friend Daryl Rolark, the recording artist, composer, and producer of this music called Beautiful Soul. Good day, everyone. I would like to introduce you to Dr. Felicity Joy Solomon, who is with me again today. We're good friends, and we're going to do this as a conversation. So this is more conversational than interview-related, because this is a topic that we're going to be talking about, which is, what if you have not had a mentor? And this is something that we both can answer. And it was a question that was brought forward to us in a group setting when we were both there with with the group. So we kind of thought this was a good thing for us to do together. And it applies not only to the group that we were talking to, but we realized it has a broader audience. So we're going to just do this as a conversation We're going to both talk about mentoring and coaching others. And what if you've been asked to coach someone or be a mentor in their life and you haven't had a mentor yourself? What do you do? And we've got a couple paths forward to to let you know about. So that's what we'll be talking about today. And just as a a little extra lead-in, Um, I have a podcast, Timeless Truths, and there's a couple of episodes on there that I want to call your attention to. One was with Dr. Felicity Joy Solomon, and she's talking about vision. And so that's the title is Vision. You could listen to that one. And also I have another one with Erica Glorious Moore, and she talks about affirmation. So you could go back into my podcast and find those. But we're going to talk about some things that you could do and Dr. Joy, I'd like to turn it over to you first to talk about mentorship. Thank you so much for having me again. I really enjoy your podcast a lot. And as you know, I've recommended it as a recommended listening to a support group that I host. I've had the privilege of being a life coach for an organization called Let Them Live. And I support the moms that come to them. They come maybe considering having an abortion. And if they stay with nonprofit ministry at this point, we help support them to keep their baby and it really helps bring the family together. And so what we're wanting to do is just kind of go over with them various things that can help improve their lives. And I know I'm super blessed to get to lead it. I was excited to have you join me one time for it because these are just things that we all need reminders of when the topic of, I think somebody kind of asked about uh, mentorship or just having someone in your life to follow. And this is an interesting topic, I know, for both of us, like as believers, It's something that's come in and out of the church as a topic of focus. But I I wonder how many people would even say they've had a mentor, someone that they would call a mentor in their lives. But when you and I met, Dr. Chris, we were going to church where they talked a lot about mentorship. So it was something I was thinking about. 
you know, we could just define mentorship as kind of a role model, somebody that you're looking up to, but also we would think of somebody maybe who's working with you on certain skills, answering questions for you. And that means that any number of people could end up kind of being a mentor in your life. But I thought a lot about this topic at the beginning of me just being a Christian and learning about things. And I didn't have that one person that I could really go to. It's just making me think kind of about the the origins of Christianity. Jesus really mentored those 12 disciples. And I think that is something that God wants is that we have someone who already understands things in the faith a little bit more than we do and that they would role model it for us. But I ended up not getting necessarily that one person right when I was seeking it. So then the question is, what do you do? And as so many things with the Lord, something that started off as seemed like a negative turned into a positive because I ended up reading something or saw somewhere. If you don't have like a human mentor, you can pick who you want your mentor to be. If they are an author or if they have YouTube videos or anything like that, you can pick someone who's doing some things you want to do in life or seems to know what you want to know and just consume all their material, read all their stuff and watch their interviews. And as you follow someone like that, it really is like a mentorship, but it also shows God that you're pursuing that you know, that you're teachable, that you're even going beyond, if you go to church, even going beyond what you're learning there, really trying to make the most out of your life. And the reason why it turned out to be such a blessing is because some of these women don't necessarily know someone that could take them by the hand and mentor them. So now I'm like, I can be that example. So there's, there's no excuse, right? Like if we want to take advantage of what many have called like a shortcut to achievement is getting someone who's achieved it before, we can go ahead and we can take advantage of that for ourselves. So I know you said you've had a similar experience just in terms of you said you weren't sure that you've ever officially had a mentor as well. Yeah, when early on when I needed a mentor before I ended up at the church that I am still at after like 27 years or so, uh, I was looking for a mentor. I didn't know what that meant. I didn't understand life coaching. I didn't understand mentorship. I just knew I needed somebody to help me, somebody to teach me and to guide me. And I learned a lot more about mentorship at our church. And you and I have that as a background going back. But what I did, I didn't know this at the time, but this is actually something powerful that can apply to people. I found someone who did teaching and it was Joyce Meyer. Mm-hmm. So if you haven't heard of Joyce Meyer out there, she's, she's got a program called Enjoying Everyday Life. And I joined a group at my work. And what they would do is play some of her, her teachings. And then we would sit and we would talk about it. And I learned to listen to what she said because it was practical. And then pretty soon 
my husband and I were going to her, you know, when she'd do a conference in the Midwest, we'd go to the conferences and that's where I was baptized in the Holy Spirit. And it eventually led me to the church where I have stayed all of this time. But the point is I found someone. It wasn't me seeking that person. It was me coming into a group that was doing it. And now I learn and learned. And so I can relay that information. That's the same type of thing anyone can do. Find a teacher. Find a teacher and listen to what those teachings are and let that be mentorship to you. So that is something I think important that I want to put out there because it's it's what worked for me. And it really is a thing that we all can follow something like that. I agree. There's a lot of information in general out there. You can study things topically and there's a place for that for sure. But I think there is definitely benefit in focus. And again, like no one we follow on this earth is going to be Jesus. So that means they're not going to be perfect. But the thing is, you're not perfect either. <laughs> That's so true. Sometimes that is a teaching as well. How do people deal with their mistakes? How do people deal with their shortcomings, right? And that will kind of imprint you on how that you might be able to do it. So I definitely think there is benefit and I just don't hear mentorship talked about as much anymore, but I do think it was the model that God put for us with Jesus really leading those disciples. And so they got to see him and know him day in and day out. And that's the same as if you follow someone with a lot of material and you see a lot of different like sides to them and a lot of the different things that they know, it can be super helpful. So if you find someone that can be a mentor or whether you, um, you are consuming someone's material, I think there are good like questions that you can ask or even have going in, in your mind to try to see what you can glean. So I had come up with a couple of questions I just thought would be good to put out there. And like I said, dealing with someone's humanity, right? What would be a great mistake that you've learned from? That would be an awesome question to ask someone. We're all going to make mistakes. We know we learn more even through failure than through success. That's something that's put out there. You hear that success is being able to go from one failure to another and keep your enthusiasm. But I'm not saying we should focus on failure, but you should have a part of your mind that understands, you know what, I'm going to fail sometimes. I'm going to mess up. How can I be more okay with that? And maybe this mentor can teach me something along the way. Joyce Meyer is very good at that. <laughs> yes, she is. And it's so, it's so practical. Yeah. yeah. And she's easy to follow and easy to listen to. So if any of you listening don't have anybody that you follow, she's a good starting point because it's just so practical. Yeah. And she and, and about it's a not lot just, of areas of life. Yeah. And, and it's not just for women only. My husband loved her. You know, and that's why the two of us ended up where we actually ushered at her meetings that were in the Midwest and, and really focused on, on her ministry. But she is extremely practical. But there's others. If you know of someone who is following someone either on a podcast or through a YouTube channel or through the ministry, those are 
you know, that's a way that you can do that is, is to listen to someone like that. I actually brought it up uh, too to the uh, support group that sometimes you could have a mentor for a specific goal. You know, I was putting the vision in front of them of buying a home. You know, maybe you want to stop renting and you want to buy a home. You might want a mentor just for that. Or you could have a mentor once you get married, find a good married couple that you can come to about those things as well. So then you would be asking those specific questions. But other questions I was thinking of were like, what's something you wish you knew starting out? That is a great mentor question or something to seek after learning about them in the beginning, focusing on those lessons as well, so that you can kind of shortcut your ability to learn certain things. One thing I do recognize and and is good about really following someone as close as you can, sometimes you're very good at something and you don't know how to describe it, or it's such a natural talent, you're not sure. And so that's when things are better caught than taught. Again, like you said, with as much Joyce Myers as you watched, or for me, my first one that I chose was uh, Dr. Cindy Trim, and she had a book called Commanding Your Morning. And I learned from what she specifically said, but I also kind of learned from things that she didn't say as well. And I was like blown away at just her intelligence, her vocabulary, but also like her power and passion when she spoke, I realized that she had an ability to communicate the meaning of things. Like even if you didn't know sometimes what she meant, you could tell by the way she said it, what she meant. And that was really powerful to me as well for her as a speaker. So when you consume so much of what somebody puts out there, you learn, you feel like you learn a lot about them and a lot that you can apply for yourself. Yeah, you said a couple of things I just would like to expand upon because we're really good. When you seek a mentor, you're seeking to start off where they are rather than starting from scratch. You're taking the information, the knowledge that they have and letting it start you off at that spot. So they have that advanced information or experience that they can relay to you. So that's what really a mentor is. And you know when you need a mentor, because if there's an area in your life and it's like, if I only knew how to do this, or if I only understood that, that's a clue. You need a mentor. That's what mentorship really is. And something else that you said is there's different like seasons or phases in your life when you need a mentor for specific things. And I'm going to give a good example. There was a point in my life when you and somebody else you were working with were my mentors. You Mm. were coaching me and things. And so there was a point in my life I needed what you knew and you mentored me, you coached me. And I learned what I needed to know. And yeah. and there's different times in your life. What you're doing with the girls, they need that that mentorship to get them to where they need to, to be. So there are phases in our lives where we need that mentor. And it may be for something specific. It might be for just a season, you know, and maybe not long-term. Or maybe you do need somebody long-term, like the example you had with if you're in a marriage and you're looking for marriage mm. mentorship, and it could be something that is a little more long-term that you walk through your experiences with, with a seasoned couple. Yeah. Something so powerful is that 
being mentored can really unlock your own wisdom. You really see like, oh, like as you interact with the information they give you, you realize, oh, I know things I didn't realize I knew, or, oh, I see that a little different. What I've enjoyed about the support groups is allowing them time to encourage each other as well. One idea makes you think of another idea. Another part I talk to them is how do you know when you maybe that season is over with the mentorship? Once your knowledge begins to overtake and you have a different spin on it, or maybe you need to learn something else, it is okay. You can keep the relationship with that person, right? Like you and I did, but it's just that season of your learning maybe is over. And we have to stay sensitive to the Holy Spirit because it's not a course. Like we don't, the course has a definite beginning and end, but you have to be sensitive to when you know, okay, that season is over. I had something like that happen and it just made me think of it because uh, it was years ago, but I had a mentor who, it was like a teacher-student relationship, but she never wanted to learn anything from me. And for me, that was a little difficult. Like I find when I mentor people, I really want them to open up to. I want to know, okay, what do you know about this? If they have anything that they can that they can share, because that's how God is, I think, with us. He wants to activate our own inner wisdom. He wants us to realize like you can do it. You can be a part of it. And so for me, once I grew to the place where I was starting to want to share, I was like, okay, you know, maybe this particular season is over. You have to realize like once you've grown, you know, I'm in a different space. I don't need this anymore. So, so yeah, so that's good to know as well. Mentorship's often going to be seasonal because like the Bible talks about, there was a time that you should have been taught, but now you should be the one teaching. Doesn't mean that you don't have anything else to learn but it might be in a particular area you've grown to a place where you can be a teacher now. And one of the things that I think was brought up in the group that we were talking with was that they may be called to be a mentor to their families and they lack the experience of having been mentored too. And so there's some things that we can guide anybody on to to do to fill in that gap because not everybody has been mentored and that goes for christian teachers as well uh, one one example i do remember was um a teacher named lisa bevere she's married oh, to john yeah. bevere a- yeah and they used to come to our church and at some point in time when she was at our church, I remember her talking about mentorship, and she said she was looking for a mentor as she got into the ministry, and she prayed about it, and the Lord said, for you, there is no mentor. And she's like, what? What? So, I mean, it can happen to even people who are going into the ministry to find themselves in an area where there isn't a mentorship that was given to them. So, you know, I, I don't remember what she said she did about it, but, you know, you and I have come up with some ideas that we can help people with yeah. you know, if they have that gap in their lives and are called to be a mentor because you could all of a sudden have children and maybe 
you didn't have the mentorship you needed to be able to relay that to your own children. Right. And, And that can be a huge gap. You know, that I'm glad you brought that up. When that happened, when that happened to me and when I, you know, the Lord had to really reassure my heart, if I wanted you to have a mentor, you would have one, you know, so it was a space of time before I thought about following someone with their books or whatever. And of course, it wasn't exactly the same, but that means the Holy Spirit is trying to do a new thing in you. And he wants you to learn directly from him. And I think for most believers, he's going to have a season where you'll be alone. You're kind of going to want to wish someone was there hand-holding you, but the Holy Spirit actually wants to be your teacher so that you can do it in that unique way. Also, so you can learn to hear his voice, right? So that you're not confused. But don't ever feel bad if you don't have a person. I mean, that is, a, I think, a big message coming through this. God definitely wants to be our best friend. He definitely sent the Holy Spirit as a mentor. And um, and we can take advantage of that. That's very important. But, oh, and I was going to say, too, I had that also happen when I had my son. Who's di- my son, Christian, was diagnosed with autism at the age of three. There were all these groups popping up about moms with autistic children, this and that. God didn't want me to go to any of them. I was very surprised by that. I was very surprised by that. But it wasn't until years later that he showed me that it could have put a limiting mindset on me. Because of the different, he knew who was at those groups. He knew who was teaching. He knew what they were teaching. I didn't, right? And I'm, I don't know anything. He's like, I'm going to teach you. I'm going to teach you how to do it. So we have to definitely want that. We, we need, and that would be rule number one, right? Holy Spirit, lead to God, lean to God's leading. Even if somebody's telling you, oh, I know more than you, or you feel like, I don't know anything, but the Holy Spirit teaches us all things. So we really, and and sometimes the reason you want to develop that inner comfort is because sometimes it's not until years later that you're like, I know why. I know why God wanted that. So that is the first rule. But if the Holy Spirit is putting on your heart, that you could use a mentor or a teacher, then I had, I love some of the tips that you put down, actually, Chris, uh, about this. Why don't you share on that? Sure, I, I will, but I want to expand on something you said, which was oh, yeah. so powerful. And I think the key takeaway in all of this for everyone, rely on the Holy Spirit first. He is your mentor. He's there for you. He is key. And there may be times when you are not supposed to go to a support group and you are not supposed to listen to a specific person. So if you're thinking of pursuing someone as a mentor, pray first and receive the wisdom of the Lord. Is this what I'm supposed to do? Because you don't want to open up your mind and your spirit to something you shouldn't be. So in your case, those support groups might have been giving a very worldview that would have changed your faith. You know, you were relying on the Holy Spirit, relying that God was going to lead and guide you. And that was the correct answer for you. And so for some of you, 
that may be the answer. That really may be the answer. Just rely on the Holy Spirit and not be looking for a group or a person to yeah. to be able to do that. And but, God you know, doesn't you're, want you're us to be know. an island. It won't be forever. I would imagine mm-hmm. most cases it won't be forever. Sometimes you feel like, oh, I'm going to be alone forever, but it won't be. God is, we're community people. God will bring community to you at the right time. He will. He will. So we put some points to, together to kind of talk through and and give you some ideas of what you can do if you are in your a mentorship role where you need to be the mentor and you don't have that experience of having a mentor mentor you and you've got to try to figure it out. The first thing was really just have that relationship with God, rely on the Holy Spirit for being able to do that for you and just strengthen that relationship that you have with God. And one way you can do it is read the word of God and yes. pray daily. Just just press into God and and then listen. When you pray, it's not just you talking. Listen. Because the Lord will tell you things back and you need to do that and have faith in what he tells you. In 2 Corinthians 5, 7, it says, we walk by faith and not by sight. And those groups that you might have gone to for help might have taught you to walk by sight and not by faith. And so that just important that you kind of key into, you know, what God said about that. And really having that faith in God is so important. And it's going to be where he moves you into the future that he really has for you, where you get transformed and just follow, follow what God says. Last night during the night, I was having trouble sleeping and I got up and I just, I prayed, but then I listened. It's like, Mm -hmm. Lord, what does that mean? What do you want? And some of the answers I got didn't quite answer it for me, but it was his word. It's like, oh, okay. Now, what do you mean by that? You know, but I heard, I heard, and and when you listen to what God is saying, what the Holy Spirit's speaking to you, you're, it's internal. It's not in your head. You right. know it inside, and so that's a perfect way for all of you to know that it's God that's really talking to you. Amen. And I would just have to add, also, if it doesn't fully answer. The question, it's kind of like you already know it's God, because (laughs) look at how Jesus answered questions. Look at any time God spoke. It really just goes scripturally in Isaiah. It says that your thoughts are not my thoughts. Neither are your ways my ways. I love this story. My friend told me that she was like talking to God about her finances and she was in such a hole and blah, 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 blah. And God kept saying to her, I love you. I love you. I love you. And she's like, ah. <laughs> but that story happened years ago. And when she looks back, the reality was she had to settle herself and realize she didn't really believe he loved her. And, and she was equating her financial struggles with him not loving her. And once she submitted to his love, he began to teach her about some things wisdom-wise that she was doing that created that situation. But it wasn't that he didn't love her. But with God, he's always going to care about that first. If you don't really, you can say you know it here, 
But if you don't know it here, that's always going to be probably the first answer. I tell you that right now. It, because it I've is. heard testimony after testimony where people ask God all kinds of questions and he just comes back, I love you. Because <laughs> God is love. So we we just have to know that. And that's why we can trust him and keep seeking him. If that answer isn't quite making sense, whatever that answer is, just know he's wise. It was a good answer. And we just have to keep pursuing. Okay, what did that mean? What did that mean? He, it's a relationship. He wants you to ask. So I, I'm just sorry. I just, oh, I, that is a key. People need to know that. People need they to do. know that because when you start hearing from God and you're like, that doesn't seem practical. Remember, he's God. We have to go to his level. He comes to our level, but he might come a little higher. Like, just come a little higher. You can get it. Just think a little bit more. Pray a little bit more. So anyway, that was just a really good point. It is a good point. And and like the answer that you get may not be what you thought you were going to hear, but his ways are not our ways. His thoughts are not our thoughts. That's true for mentors, too. Sometimes mentors say things you don't expect. Or you read that every time, like right now I'm in a season of mentorship with uh, these people who wrote these great books on biblical counseling. They have a higher perspective than me. They, they are answering questions for me I didn't even know I had, actually. So, of course, there's going to be things in there I don't expect. And a few things that don't, I don't immediately understand. I have to take some time to think about it. So if that's true in the natural, of course, it's true with God. <laughs> It is. So anyway, yeah. So another thing that we can encourage you to do is look for Christian resources. I like Christian radio. So I have Christian radio in my car if I'm not listening to Christian podcasts. And there is an app on my phone and uh, that I put on my phone that you could, no matter where you are when you travel, and it's just called Christian FM. So just Christian FM, and no matter where you are, it's going to tell you where the Christian radio signals are for the area well, you're really in. That's really cool. Isn't oh, it thank cool? Thank you for sharing. You said it's an app, right? It's an app. Okay. So just Christian FM, and and it'll show you so you don't have to be looking all over the dials. You know, it's just going to tell you what station to go to. That is and, like uh, such a blessing. And, it is. Of course there's an app for that. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> of course there is. So that's something that you can do. And and I listen to Christian FM a lot. Uh, You can get CDs or, you know, now it's, you can stream all kinds of things and look for podcasts. They're Christian podcasts. That's another good thing that you can do. And, and then I have just recently learned I can take and plug my phone into my car. And so the podcasts are just coming up on my phone and then it's just playing through my car. I didn't even know I could do that, but I just learned how to do that. Or just play them through your phone, you know, and have it in the background as you're driving or doing things uh, around the house. And I have, I stream TV. I don't have regular TV stations. I got rid of that a while ago and I, um, through YouTube, I found I can search out Christian ministers that I like and then be able to stream their programs. So I do that. So there's different things that you can do to give you resources and just keep that word of God being fed into you. I just also remember reading your suggestion to sow a seed. That's a beautiful thing. There's a a ministry that is blessing you, a podcaster. I mean, a lot of people have 
maybe a Patreon or some way that you can help, consider doing that because we were taught pretty well about the blessing of sewing. And right now that can really be under attack. I will say that I really think the abuses that some ministries have had with people's finances, the real tragedy is that giving actually is a beautiful biblical principle. It really is. And so, yes, there are people that abuse that. But the fact that there is a counterfeit, there is a real. There is a real way. And so don't miss out on a blessing. It doesn't matter how much. It doesn't matter the dollar amount. But whatever's on your heart to give into someone whose work is blessing you, do that. Buy their books. Do what you can to support because that's only going to bless you. It, it really will. It gives you investment. It does. And I, and I like that you explained it. Some people might not know what sowing a seed is, but you explained it as giving into a ministry. And that's what it is. So if Dr. Felicity said, if there's a ministry that you're following, give them an offering. That's called sowing a seed. We need to sow into good soil. And that means you're giving the gift into a ministry, someone that is mentoring you or you're learning from them. And once you do that, it's the law of sowing and reaping means you're, if you give, it will be given back to you. So you're not giving because you're going to get, you give because it's the right thing to do and you sow it into the right soil, meaning it's the right location, but God will bless and honor that you have done that. And so if there is something that you're seeking in life, an answer to something, sow a seed, which means give into a specific ministry, give, and then name it. You know, once you do that offering, say, Lord, I'm giving this because I need your help with this, or I'm looking for an answer in that. And and that is really a critical part of, of something we're all called to do. Yeah. I think a big part of why sewing is uh, such a blessing is it shows gratitude. Yes. and. The more gratitude that you can possess, like, wow, you're just positioning yourself to receive because what you focus on grows. And so if you focus on gratitude, the more you're going to have to be grateful for. So we highly recommend that for stability and growth in your life, sowing seeds. Absolutely. One other thing we can do is ask God for wisdom to guide us in all of this. I do want to say this just when the topic of wisdom comes up. The scripture that says, if any, you have not because you ask not. I really feel like God gave me the revelation. When that scripture came, it's talking mostly about wisdom. I know we can think it's talking about things, but people ask for things all the time and don't necessarily have them. It's wisdom that we need wisdom to have the better marriage or to have the whatever it is in life that you're wanting wisdom is that principal thing you ask for wisdom and just like solomon the rest comes or seek first the kingdom of god and his righteousness and all these things will be added so i cannot stress enough ask for wisdom because that's the thing 
that if we have not, it's because we didn't ask. Not just, well, I don't have a car. I asked for a car. Well, how about saying why? Why? Mm -hmm. What is your wisdom, Lord? How can I get to that next space of having everything that I need? And he promised that he will supply your needs. So he did. And it's, it's funny that you said that because that's what I was kind of praying during the night. Lord, I need your wisdom. Do I do this or do I do that? You know, I need your wisdom to lead and to guide me. And he just said to me, don't defocus. And I'm like, Oh, wow. Well, well, never heard oh, that. But, but what does that mean? <laughs> it was wow. like, I need more. I need more. I don't know what that means. And so I need to seek him more. I need to seek more of his wisdom. But what he gave me was a word of wisdom. Yes, you know, I was did. praying for wisdom and he gave me wisdom. It wasn't what I thought I was going to get. But yeah. now I need to meditate on what I am to not lose focus on. And you know, that's going to lead to something. I'm like, God, why do you answer like that sometimes? He said, because you'll keep talking to me. <laughs> and that's true, isn't it? I don't want you to be like, do, 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 you got my answer, I'm off. I want you to stay right here. Let's do this together. I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah, that, that is so true. That is so cool, though. Is, is that even in the dictionary? Or I, I don't know. I've never even heard. I love that. that don't is so good. There's no way you came up with that. <laughs> no, and and again, it was nothing that came into my mind. Like you know, you were talking. It's it's inside. You just yep. know. You just know when That's it powerful. when it's God. So it um, it kind of like opened my eyes, and I sat up straighter, and it's like, what? <laughs> now I need to seek you again. Like I said, just to to really understand what that really you know all means with with that. So oh man, I love it. I love it. Seeking God's wisdom is good. And, uh, you know, when you seek the wisdom of God, like I was doing, you know, I was asking God to lead me. It's like, what should I do? You know, do I, do I do this or do I do that? And I've got these decisions ahead of me. And when I got the answer not to defocus, it's like, wait a minute, I was asking for A or B and you gave me something else, you know? So I need the Lord to lead me. And that's yeah. really what I was doing. So again, if you, you know, haven't had that experience of the mentorship and we've been talking about you know, making sure that you follow the Holy Spirit, ask the Holy Spirit to lead you more than just only talking to you, but lead, lead me. Mm-hmm. You know, there's, there's times I get up in the morning and it's, and I should really do this every day, but it's Holy Spirit, what do you want me to do today? Amen lead me, guide me, put, and it's amazing the doors that open, the, the doors that close and and it just kind of like falls in, into place yes. uh, when you do that. And, and so that's a, a powerful thing that we can all do is just ask him to give us that, that leadership. And so, you know, once we want him to, to guide us and to lead us and to talk to us and to give us the wisdom, the, yes. those answers are going to, are going to become available for us. Well, it brings to mind, it's it's not a scripture, but just a common phrase that when the student is ready, the teacher arrives. So (gasps) I think a common theme that we're talking about here is having a teachable spirit, right? If we are asking God to guide us, then we want to be in a place where we're ready to receive. We want to be in a place that we are willing to face fears. Because God doesn't always guide us into comfort zones. In fact, he doesn't guide us into comfort zones. It's and true. so 
we just want to take it upon ourselves to be ready, ready for his guidance. And again, having a teachable spirit, you need that, whether it's the Holy Spirit, whether it's a human mentor, you know, if, if you're going to learn things, that means you might have to, you're likely going to have to change some things. Be ready to adjust. When you get that new information, say, okay, help me make these adjustments. Help me to begin to see it differently because I was looking at it this way. Now I need to look at it this way, right? So that teachable heart is to know, I don't know everything. And so if I don't understand what's being told me, when I humble myself and say, I don't know everything, I just open myself up now to, okay, what is it that I don't know? And help me posture myself as a learner so I can get to the place of, where I can begin to practice and one day mastery if you're meant to. So I really do think a lot of this boils down to having a teachable spirit. And when God sees that you really want to learn and that you're not a place of pride or whatever, you're being humble, that teacher appears and you're ready to, to jump on that mentorship opportunity. That is so powerful. And we do need to remain teachable because God has something specific for us. He knew the plans he had for us while we were in the womb. Yeah. There are plans out there and that's called your assignment. And so no matter what your start in life, God has an assignment for you. And so those things that are your experiences, don't just discount them learn from them and see if they might apply. There may be ways that it can be applicable to what he wants you to do. So when you're spending time with the Lord and seeking his wisdom, ask him, what do you want me to do? Mm. What do you want me to do? And know that he's got this for every one of us. He's got a plan. He's got an assignment. There's something specific for us to do. And, you know, as we're in the, the days that we're in, we're in the last of the last days. and the world is becoming darker out there. And so it means so much more, I think, that we know what our assignment is and, and do it. Amen. And do it. Totally. It really, it really is. So this is Jeremiah 29, 11. Mm. Um, and it's just, I know the pl- thoughts that I have towards you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you a future and a hope. And that's for all of us. It, it really is for all of us. And then, you know, ask the Lord, what is your plan? What What is that plan? Tell me what it is. He's got the plan, but it's ours to discover it. And so that that's part of letting the Lord mentor you is for him to reveal that to you and you to be open to what what it is. And I mean, I never would have guessed that I'd be doing a podcast as a way to (laughs) spread the gospel and to get the word of the Lord out. I mean, I I just, it never was anything that was on my mind. So when those doors opened, I was like, Lord, really? (laughs) Really? This This is just not what I had envisioned, but he's got the vision for us. And he'll, he'll lead us and guide us to do the things that, that he wants us to do. Well, you're doing a wonderful job with it. And those of us who've gotten to come on, we thank you so much for the opportunity. And I really enjoyed this conversational format. So thank you for having me. 
Absolutely. And I mean, this is good. We're doing some similar teachings and our hearts are the same. And we have had a great relationship together through the years. And like you had said, the Lord just keeps putting us together. So this was a good opportunity for us to just have this conversation on mentorship. And I thank you so much for doing this with me. You are welcome. Bless you. Thank you, everyone, for listening in, and we will be talking to you soon. This is Dr. Christine Van Horn and Dr. Felicity Joy Solomon. Bye-bye for now. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to the Timeless Truths Podcast with me, Dr. Christine Van Horn. I hope that you have been inspired and have found this discussion helpful in guiding your family. Please check out my website at drchris.co for additional resources or contact me at chris at drchris.co. See you next week.